Hello and welcome to X-Tumblr Girls, the podcast hosted by two X-Tumblr girls turned modern Tumblr women. I'm your host, Tori. I'm your host, Carly. Let's talk about Tumblr. Welcome back, bitches. Welcome back, <laughs> bitches. I forgot about the bitches part. <laughs> what a wonderful start to the episode. Yeah. I am, I'm honestly a little bit nervous that it's going to take us a bit to get back into things because I think we it's got been a bit. it. It's been a while. Well, um, the <laughs> no. point of this episode is that there isn't one. Um, we're just talking today. Honestly, maybe the episode should be mm-hmm. just called Just Talking. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of things on the agenda. Some things I don't even remember why they're on the agenda. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a nice little notes app prepped of life updates for the ex-Tumblr girl community. Yeah. Do we want to start with life updates and then move on to the culture? Yeah. <laughs> let's start with life and move on to the culture. But before we do, I... This is the first episode we're recording where we're, like, talking to the listeners because the last episode we put out was girl blogging, which we were so fucking excited to finally have that project out there and there for everyone to listen. So if you haven't listened to our girl blogging episode from two weeks ago, please, please, please go listen to it. We worked so hard. We absolutely love the project that Kat made that we got to be included on. And so girl blogging is like our re-entry to the active posting world. Um, But this episode is not going to be nearly as good as that one, I would say. Well, that one was extensively researched over several weeks. And it was something we had to kind of keep secret. Um, But I'm also very happy that it's out. And I'm so excited for everybody to listen to it because there was a a lot of labor of love put into that. I do hope girl blogging will either be our claim to fame or we get canceled on tumblr (laughs) (laughs) that's the one (laughs) that's what we should aim for i know i was thinking about this like if the girl bloggers get a hold of this episode like are they gonna hate us for being like they're accusing us of having eating disorders and i'm gonna be like babe (laughs) you do (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like it's true (laughs) it's almost like it's true yeah i don't know i just wonder what would happen if like chanel xoxl angel barbie got a hold of our (laughs) girl blogging episode oh my god well maybe our listeners that are still active on tumblr can go uh start some like hate threads about us oh my god that'd be so funny (laughs) and we know there are and just tag us we know there are active tumblr users in this listenership because we get messages once in a while yeah but what, what do they say like Bad press is good press or whatever. Hell yeah. Bad press amongst the girl bloggers can only mean good things, I feel. You're so you're so right. You're so right. But there's a reason why we haven't been recording recently. And it's because we've been having many life updates. Yeah. The girlies are in their growth into adults era. <laughs> yeah. Well, I graduated college. Hell yeah, you did. And I can't believe it seems like so long ago that I did, but I guess it really wasn't that long ago. It was like less than two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 
I'm an art school graduate now. And I also am moving into a new apartment. So I guess in the time, in the time that we last recorded, I didn't even know, you know, where I was going to be living. And now, um, we're already moved in pretty much. That's so, so true. We kind of crazy. We did record girl blogging a long time before we posted it. So yeah. even though the listeners got access to it, uh, what is like a week ago from when we're recording this, it's been like almost a month, if not more, yeah. since we recorded it. Yeah. I don't remember the exact date, yeah, but either. something like that. Um. Yeah, Carly, in oh, your apartment is so gorgeous. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I of got it. really lucky. Well, so in the city that I'm in, it's very small. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in the middle of everything. Actually, today when I went, I went over to my apartment to um, drop off something I got on Facebook Marketplace, which we will get to. We will get to it. <laughs> And there was a farmer's market, like, right on my street. Shut up. That's apparently every Monday for the summer. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Like, literally, like, less than a minute walk from my place. There's a farmer's market down the street from me. But I don't know if it's every weekend. I was with a friend on Sunday, and she said it's either every weekend or it's only once a month. But regardless, there are many a farmer's market, farmers market in my city. Um, I just don't know which one is nearest and most frequent. But yeah. I also, I've only been living here for a couple of weeks. I also moved to cities. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm just getting to know it. Life, you know, walking around because I didn't bring my car with me. And so I am discovering all the little grocery stores. And... <laughs> I have to say, I am quite pleased with the amount of options that are within 10 minutes of me. That's awesome. So, yeah, but I really, I, City I do need a farmer's market because I would love to buy my produce and shit from like local people instead of yeah, like, I don't know, grocery stores that import it <laughs> from migrants who are being paid a penny an hour. Yeah. Or like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, for real. I don't think, well, I don't shop at Whole Foods. I can't, I don't got money like that. So. No, me neither. (laughs) I, even though I'm not unemployed, I feel unemployed. (laughs) Oh, that's just adulthood. (laughs) Because the reality is like paying rent is like you are employed, but then you pay so much of your money just for a fucking bedroom that like you might as well not have a job. Yeah. No, my pretty much my entire paycheck is going towards my credit card debt and where I live. Um, and my Adobe subscription and all the other shit that adds up. Yeah, that Adobe subscription is really like robbing your pockets it's dry. A crime. <laughs> it's a crime against art as a whole, like as a concept. I can't it's believe they can charge that much. Do they really give that many updates? Yeah, to be honest. There's updates like every week at least. Oh, damn. But it's like stuff that I don't use. There's so many yeah. tools. Like you're not – everybody's not going to be like paying what they're paying to make it worth it. Yeah. You know? Do you get the whole – I don't have a choice. Do you get the whole Adobe suite or do you only get certain programs? So you can either pay for photos. It's like the photography package uh-huh. or something, which is 
like Photoshop and Lightroom and Bridge. Um, sure, like the ones used by photographers, I yeah. guess. I think those are the ones. Um, or you can just pay for the whole thing, which is everything. Uh-huh. And I use like five or six of them. So it's not worth it. No. The only one I know how to use is InDesign because I used it at my college newspaper. Mm. I love InDesign. Yeah, that one. I use that one. Um, Other life updates. Carly and I got to spend a, like a nice amount of time together in the, yes. the last bit since we've uh, spoken on the pod because she had a family wedding that yes, I my was sister. so lucky to be invited to. And so we got to hang out for like a whole night and we got to see each other a few times leading up. The wedding was so much fun. It was. I know she looked beautiful. It was definitely what she wanted. She wanted very romantic. And I feel like that's definitely what she got. Yeah. And now she's like lounging on the beach, probably having the time of her life. Yes. She earned it. No. She did. She's a doctor. So she definitely earned it. (laughs) Weddings as an adult are just so fun. Weddings that like. Oh, yeah. I This was the first time I'd gone to a wedding that my family hadn't also been invited to. Um, so it was very exciting to get to go to a wedding as an adult and drink yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, we sure did that. There were moments where Tori was, know, you were <laughs> listening to the the air. I don't know. You were hearing voices and we all just didn't know what to that do. That was after the wedding. Okay, let me clarify. Yes, that, yeah. No, we kept it together for most of the night. At, the worst I did at the wedding was they were doing a sparkler send-off, and I just kept very loudly saying, the sprinkler send-off, the sprinklers. <laughs> I remember that. And then your mom said the most savage thing to me that she's ever said in her life, which was, her mom is a like an early childhood education teacher, and I said some dumb shit, and she told me in the most kind voice that she was not being mean (laughs) at all she told me in my classroom we call that a think and not a say (laughs) I was like god that was was really savage of her and she's she's a very polite person and I feel like that was probably the meanest thing like she's ever said to you yeah definitely to me like your mom doesn't make comments (laughs) to me I think she you know, I think she said meaner things to me, but that's another conversation for another day. But that's a think, not a say. Is like a crazy hard thing to yeah. say. I think we've got to start using that. Oh, yeah. The There's a couple things I've heard in the past couple weeks where I'm like, that is going to infiltrate my everyday <laughs> vernacular. I was watching a YouTube video. Uh, I'm addicted to this YouTube channel called Hive Mind. It's literally just these two fucking random white guys from Ohio who talk about (laughs) rap music and like a bunch of other shit. And they're just so funny. And they were talking about ginger ale. And the one guy said, yeah, I could use a nice G ale. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to start saying that. G ale. (laughs) G ale. Um, That's pretty good. But before Carly's sister's beautiful wedding, we got to see Halsey. Oh my God. It was magical. I was having a kind of a bad day and when we when I went like I hysterically cried and then I looked around like everybody else was hysterically crying too. Yeah. That I was like, you know, that was it a, was very healing. That was a spiritual event that we experienced. It really was. We saw yeah, well, it was because it was a live orchestra. Yes. 
we saw Halsey on their like live with string ensemble mini tour that they're on right now. Um, I think they have like a few more dates left of it, but uh, she did two nights in New Jersey, which is her home state and also our home state. And Mm -hmm. it was just really beautiful. She played some songs. I never thought I would hear live. She played killing boys, which I didn't think she, I would ever hear her play. She played, I actually, Mm -hmm. I was just looking on Setlist FM, which is my favorite website. And, um, I was looking at the set list for each of the live string ensembles that she's done because they've all been the same, except last night in California, she played, is there somewhere as the closing song? And like, I'm not kidding you when I would commit like class one felonies to hear that live, (laughs) I would murder in cold blood to hear, is there somewhere live with string ensemble? But wow, well, that's dedication. It is True fan here. But according to Setlist FM, um, they like broke down how many songs she played per album, and the uh, the top album she played was Manic. She played eight songs off Manic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when, like, while we were, yeah, like while we were there, I was like, there's a lot of Manic here, which you know, I always wanted to see Manic. So live, true. So. I mean. The Manic World Tour did get canceled because of COVID. She played like, I want to say maybe four or five dates of the Manic World Tour mm. before it got canceled. So this really kind of like was the opportunity. Yeah. And it was so amazing. Hearing Lie. It really was. Off Hopeless oh my God. Kingdom. She played Ya'aberni from If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, which the first night of the string ensembles was the very first time they'd ever played that live. And... I was wow. breaking down. They played Clementine. <sighs> yeah, that was the one that really got me, where I was like dry heaving. Yeah. <laughs> like holding Tori's hand. I think Clementine is like a life changing experience for many people because that song hits so deeply. Like it strikes a yeah. chord that no other song strikes. And yeah. I'm lucky enough that I've seen her play it once before. Um, but. It was just totally different with her at the piano and the, uh, every part of it was so magical. Uh, We love you, Halsey. (laughs) If you're listening. Come on the pod. (laughs) Like literally. Please just like, just say something. Every day I pray (laughs) that Halsey finds the ex-Tumblr Girls podcast and is like, oh, I'm an ex-Tumblr girl. (laughs) Like, because they're (laughs) active on Tumblr again. If you don't know, their URL is tired and lonely muse and like she's been posting actively on tumblr like she's been writing long posts about like why she's not putting out new music at this moment and like the shit with her label and like her blogs kind of like intimate what's going on in her personal life like she is back on tumblr as we deserve we love to see it we love to see it i love the tumblr resurgence um do we have any other personal life updates um, I'm like finally into a book. Hell yeah. Never thought that would happen. What are you reading? I've been, I'm reading the Poisonwood Bible. <gasps> yes. It's taking me, a, it's taking me a little bit longer than I want it to, but I'm like reading it consistently. Yeah. Um, and it's very good. It just it's won the Pulitzer good. Prize. Oh, really? Well. Oh, wait. Yeah, it should. I don't remember if. If Poisonwood Bible won or if Demon Copperhead won. They're by the same author. 
I don't know. I feel like the Poisonwood Bible is kind of an older book, so I don't know how long. Yeah. If... Let me look it up. I want to get this right. You are right. It is an old book. It was nominated for the Fictionwood Pulitzer in 1999, um, mm. which means that Demon Copperhead is the one that just won a Pulitzer. Okay. Co-recipient of the 2023 Pulitzer for Fiction and won the 2023 Women's Prize for Fiction. Okay. It was inspired by the Charles Dickens novel David Copperfield. I didn't even know that book existed. (laughs) I don't know shit about Charles Dickens. (laughs) Yeah, so I am reading a book. Hell yeah. I'm watching a lot of video essays. As you do. I feel like you probably know so many things because of video essays. I mean, it's not like... I remember it all. Yeah. But fair. they're very entertaining and they're short. They're informational. A lot. I, they're short? I'm starting to... I watch shorter ones. Oh. Like, I would say it's like shorter than a documentary. And that's kind of like... I'm trying to get like oh. a documentary fix. Okay. Like learning a little bit. But I watch ones that are like more funny now. Mm-hmm. That are have more like jokes thrown in and are less serious. Nice. Because, you know, I don't, I don't need all that all the time. Yeah. I so. feel like... That I could get on board with because just straight like information being thrown at me as interesting as I do find that kind of stuff. I need it. I need to laugh. I can't pay attention to things if they're not funny. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. So some of the some of the video essays I've been uh, watching are Shakespeare, Alice Capel and Kadiha Mabowi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, those are the main three that I would recommend. I love them. And any standouts? Any remember, that you remember loving? I did watch one on um the parasite class that one Alice Capel did, which is kind of like the like landlords and people that act like landlords oh. in other areas. She does a lot of ones on like class, mm-hmm. um, and the other ones. They do more like race and gender. So I, I, you know, I love that too. Mm -hmm. I love content on class consciousness. Oh, the night of the Halsey concert, Carly and I got into a passionate, not, it wasn't a debate because we were on the same side, but we were like just piling on top of each other just about how much we hate uh, trans exclusionary rad femmes. And we hate that Tumblr makes them feel safe. Yes. And I I probably interact with this content a little bit more than you do because I search it out and get myself upset. <laughs> this and is like I haven't been doing that recently. Habit. It's like looking it for really things is. that upset you. Well, it's because like on Tumblr it's so easy to find. Yeah, it really like is. it really it finds you. Yeah. And for me, what finds me is the turf shit. We're gonna do and- a whole episode or multiple eventually on turfs and like their presence on Tumblr. But like, fuck, I was so enraged. I was driving. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just so. You were putting your life on the line. I our lives on the line. heated because like the more you talk about trans exclusionary rad femmes, first of all, m- my take is that I don't think that they should get to call themselves feminists because 
Yeah, well, I don't think they we are. came up with a new name for them. Tell them. Turfies, which is just turf with an I at the end. But instead, it stands for trans exclusionary radical fucking idiots. And I think that suits them pretty well. Radical fucking idiots. If we wanted to yeah. short to turf, we could just say radical fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's, you know, there's options for everybody, whatever yeah. one calls to you. Um, because at the end of the day, they really have no political ideology and they're not going to do anything for the liberation of women um, because no. their ideas are stupid and that's all there is yeah. to it. Their ideas are dumb. <laughs> we'll have probably more refined thoughts um, at a later date. When will, we can actually put some thought into it. I will craft up some like academia level digs at Radfems at some point in the future. But you guys are just going to have to wait for that day. And until then, <laughs> take the fact that I hate them. And we, we spent both hate them. well over an hour just going back and forth about how much we fucking hate them and how their logic makes no sense <laughs> and how they're not doing anything for women as a whole. Yeah. If you shouldn't pull anything away from this podcast, it's not a safe space for turfs. This podcast Fuck is off. never <laughs> a safe space for turfs. I feel like that should be in our Instagram bio because- Probably should. Because the, like, the Tumblr community, the, the turfs are like, they can be stealthy. You They're know? very stealthy. They get you with a good post or two about like women's liberation. And then you go to their blog and they're like, by the way, the only thing that unifies us is our genitalia. And you're like, that's just not true. <laughs> and another thing they do is they call themselves gender critical, which if you didn't know what that meant, like, you know, at face value, that doesn't seem that bad. Like we all should be kind of critical of our gender, <laughs> yeah. but calling yourselves gender critical is a whole other situation yeah and it usually just means turf yeah god you know? damn that was we'll just, talk about it later we can't we can't get started that was a sidebar because it was relevant sort of <laughs> <laughs> sort of i've been reading a lot well i was i kind of slowed down i had a big like three-week kick from the end of may through mid-June, um, I read eight books. Wow. I read... Damn, go well, you. I reread all of The Raven Cycle. That still counts. And I read each of them in like three days max. I think I was reading one every two days-ish. Um, wow. And that was so... Oh my God. It has like actually changed the landscape of my day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Because now that's all I blog about. I blog about the Raven cycle. Like it is like I'm getting paid. Like I am, I do it with <laughs> such dedication and vigor and I get so overwhelmed seeing people post lines from this book that like I read a month ago. Like I remember mm -hmm. and I'm like, ah, because it just, it does something to my brain where I'm like, this is the only book I ever want to read ever. 
Like, yeah. I want to reread it again so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just reread it. I need to reread that series. Really because do. I remember what it was like reading it for the first time. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what it's like to be reading it now as, like, somebody older Dude, <laughs> who can comprehend it again. You forget. There's a lot I don't remember. You forget so many of the details. So, Like, honestly, I forgot a lot of the, like, major plot points. Um, <laughs> yeah. I knew, like vaguely what happened i remembered the ending i remember the relationship between the characters i remembered some things but the oh my god that book is made of details mm. there is this is like not a spoiler this is a very random one-off there's a scene where adam is bouncing a a, a spongebob bouncy ball and i'm like what the fuck this is so him this is so virginia of him <laughs> like yeah and it's something completely random. I know. And it's I love so that. beautiful. We love Maggie. And we met Maggie oh, we did. a long time ago. We've been fans for a long time. We have. And I'm sure I'm sure some of the listeners know what it was like on Tumblr when and <laughs> the Raven Cycle was coming out. If they if they didn't, the Raven Cycle Tumblr, I would say, is 70% as active today as it was then. Yeah. There are still no, blogs making stop. The Raven Cycle posts every single day. I reblog new <laughs> fan art probably daily. Jeez. It's wow. Well, it also just so happens that like <laughs> this is a random thing, but July is like a popular The Raven Cycle month because Adam's birthday is in July, and so is um like a very prominent scene about Kavinsky. And so oh, yeah. like July, there's a lot of special fan art around these couple of days. Okay. Um, I see that. And well, then right after reading the rereading the Raven Cycle, I read the Dreamer trilogy for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I don't think it has the same like luster that the Raven yeah. Cycle has for me. But then again, the Raven Cycle I read for the first time at fifth. I was turning fifteen years old. Like I was 14 mm-hmm. going on 15 and then finished it. The last book came out when we were almost 16. Um, and yeah. so that was like a very pivotal, pivotal reading experience for me and rereading it and it feeling better than I even remembered it is like crazy. Yeah. But the dreamer trilogy, I mean, obviously Maggie is just like such a crazy talented writer. The fact that she comes up with the things she does are I'm in awe and like I said, mm. it's made of these beautiful details and I just, I love the characters so much. So I really recommend the Dreamer trilogy as well. But there was a random um, week in between reading the second and the third book of the Dreamer trilogy where I was waiting for one of them to come in the mail. And I read Bunny by Mona Awad. Mm. Awad, Awad. Did you like it? I really liked it. I've heard it's really good. I read it in like a day. Like it was a very quick read um, because it wasn't like complicated. Um, mm-hmm. It it was definitely shocking at times. I mean, I think I knew the general premise of it. I don't really know anything about it. Yeah. I had heard like a one line description of it on TikTok and I was like, oh, that sounds good. And then when I got it, one, I don't think the description was really accurate. Um, mm-hmm. But two, the voice was, it was like very, the voice was just so clearly defined in it. 
changes throughout the book as the character changes and it's just the right amount of like gory juxtaposed like with these really girly characters it's it's I think it's definitely worth reading and it's not one that takes too long to wrap your head around so it can like the reading goes by quite quickly all right I might need to borrow that from you because I you know the Poisonwood Bible it's not fast paced Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would call it slow paced, but it's very character driven. Mm. So, so far there hasn't been a lot of plot. It's a lot of yeah. building of the characters, but I still am liking it. And I think it's just because it's like so beautifully written and it's a very interesting concept. Yeah. But I feel like it's, you know, I'm sure that some of our listeners are feeling the same way. Like after, like once you're an adult, it's harder to like get back into reading, yeah. especially after school like I feel like that's really the reason why because like it was always breaks I would read and then once I was in school I couldn't read anymore yeah so now you know I don't have an excuse anymore and it took me I want to start a book club it took me a while after graduation to like get back into reading frequently and then even then I wasn't reading like a lot and I started reading a lot at the beginning of this year and then fell off for a couple months and now I'm back on now I've fell yeah. off again for a couple of weeks so I feel like it's just it's going to be a thing that comes in cycles depending on how much attention span you have for it yeah as I mentioned I am currently addicted to a YouTube channel of two white guys from the Midwest <laughs> um and so I'm not reading anything right now because I'm watching them That's talk okay. about fucking Kanye West for hours a day <laughs> and I don't know why there's one thing that I have been watching that I wasn't watching when we stopped recording. Mm. And I think that's very crazy because I feel like this has been like overtaking my mind for as long as I've watched it, which is succession. And I know that you don't, you, you say you're not interested. (laughs) I, for the longest time, wasn't interested. And now I'm fucking interested. Okay. (laughs) It's addicting. I like, you totally will understand it. Like you just have to get to episode two. I think episode one is really slow. Mm. I think it's a, it's important to like set up like the rest of the show. Um, but it's, it's very good. And it's, I, I can't wait to watch some of the video essays I have saved about it. Like why it, some people call it Shakespearean Ooh. the way that it's written. Um, is there a lot and of I father can't wait betray- to- or son betraying father? Oh yes, That's there is. <laughs> There's also a lot of people like you have to read between the lines kind yeah. of like they don't, say what they mean is a lot of I don't know like vulgar types of communication is anyone gay well I don't I don't know I I think you need to give it a shot you need to give it a shot it is very I would you know I just think you'd like it and I need to talk about it with people everyone who watches it loves it and I it's for me right now it was one of those shows that I was just like doesn't sound like it would pique my interest because I don't tend to like like business dramas right because like that's what I perceive it as it's about like their family company Mm -hmm. but it's more like the family drama yeah and that I mean how it like kind of manifests in their company yeah I just I don't know like I haven't been one for sh- like straight dramas in a long time. Um, it's funny though. 
I think you just got to watch two episodes. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. But I'll, you can't you can't ignore it any longer. I'll give it a try because I am in a watching slump right now because um, I watched the Bridgerton show and I watched – I can't even – oh, I finished Jane the Virgin kind. I didn't watch the finale. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't either. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I – yeah, I was like, I don't really want to finish it. Like, it doesn't. I know. I, don't I wanna, got addicted. I just don't want to finish it. Like, I got addicted because it, it was to really point, good in the beginning. Yeah, to the point of right before we took our break, I was like not editing the episodes on time because I was too busy watching Jane the Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I got through to the final episode, and I was like, I don't just, I don't kind of care anymore. <laughs> yeah. It got really repetitive. Yeah. Jane got annoying. Yeah. And, you know, it, it happens to the best of the show. I know. And then, yeah, I don't know. I I guess I will give Succession a try because I'm not watching anything actively right now, um, which is why I'm watching so much YouTube. But I think the reason I've been, like, averted to watching it whenever someone suggests it to me is because it is 50% of the content on my Tumblr dashboard. And yeah. I, any show that shows up on my dashboard constantly that I'm not actively interested in just like pisses me off because that's how I feel about Ted Lasso. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> same, dude. Sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. <laughs> I, oh my God. I have like bad blood with Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what that show is about. I thought it was like an so Indiana Jones like, reboot or something. No, that's what it should have been. But it's about an American <laughs> guy coaching a British soccer team. Well, that sounds awful. That he's an American football coach and he's coaching a football team. <laughs> like, it's just, it's. Honestly, I might not find it as annoying if I hadn't been forced to watch it for like six hours that oh. one time. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> you're, you know, you're so right. I'm sorry for like making a joke about it. <laughs> but like, you're so right. That's all over my dashboard, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is all over my dashboard, and okay. like, we need to bring X Kit back. Oh, Somebody bring it back. My god. So I like almost. I don't want to even say almost. I exclusively use Tumblr on mobile now because I love mm. scrolling on my little phone. And <sighs> it's it's torture because I can't blacklist words. Like at least fucking the Twitter mobile app had like a blacklist and a mute option. Like I don't understand yeah. why the Tumblr mobile app doesn't have that. I understand fully and it's because their product <laughs> team sucks. Well, this brings up something I wanted to talk about in a – we can – can we transition to our for the culture section? Yeah. Okay. So that yeah. was our updates on our lives. Now we're going to turn it into a Lana Del Rey question for the culture type thing. <laughs> um, I don't think you saw this because I think it literally just came out today. Um, Tumblr staff put out a product update um, that was like eight parts long. And it was all about how basically like in, in all words, except these, they said we're failing as a business. Um, and they were basically saying that the problem with Tumblr is that people will get directed to Tumblr content, but don't sign on as Tumblr users. And so they're having a really hard time staying afloat in the social media landscape when they don't have good user retention. And their solution okay. to that was, well, how can you get good user retention if your product isn't perfect? 
And I was like, thank God they're finally getting it. <laughs> and every solution they had was so dog shit. Like it was, oh my first God. of all, their, their primary solution, no more chronological dashboard time for an algorithm. Why? Why did they do this? They were like, the thing is, is they can't, they are not going to get the algorithm to the TikTok level. They're just not, no. not with the type of content that gets posted on Tumblr, which is not that frequent. Like it's, I, it's not the same. I don't understand. We can't have that happen. They were basically saying that like back in the day, Tumblr was about like curating your dashboard. But if we want to populate new users, you have to like spoon feed them content. And I'm like, I get that that's how algorithms have like mushed people's brain is that like they need the content spoon fed to them. They can't think for themselves what they would like to see and seek it out. They have to like have it put in a tube down their throat and like- but like, <laughs> oh my fucking god! Like, I want agency. So is there going to be no chronological? I don't know. That's at all like, anymore. They're not making it clear, but they're basically saying that they're going to like implement an algorithm. And one of the things under that section of the like product reform was um, deleting duplicate reblogs from your dash. And I'm like, I don't want that. Why? I want to see how many of my mutuals reblog. Like, I want to see it come up five times to be like, oh, all my mutuals really like this post. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can see everybody's different tags. Exactly. And like, then there was a whole section about making like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Then there was a whole section about making the reblogs and the replies more distinct and like basically threads between the reblogs. And I was like, no, fuck, this is not Reddit. Like, I just, there is no clear vision for Tumblr. And I honestly think- Tumblr, hire me. Hire me. Tumblr needs to do two things. Two things and these two things only. One, let me change my fucking email to my account. (laughs) (laughs) And two, bring porn back. (laughs) Porn is back, you know. I can't find it. You have to go into your settings and turn it on. <laughs> you got to turn the porn button on. <laughs> but it's awful because you get porn ads. And that's all um, I get. I only get porn ads. Dude, meanwhile. So it's a give and take. Over on Twitter, porn just, it, people post whole full length videos. <laughs> it is appalling. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you're still on Twitter, but I'm I mean, really I haven't been on Twitter in a while. I checked but it You this know, morning. like everything that's going on there. Well, did you? It's actually falling apart now. Okay. Like we were all joking about it months ago, but it's, it's, it's bad. really. It's so bad to yes. the point that Instagram created a new Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> But. Well, it was because they like stopped paying their subscription to their like cloud drive and now they don't have any server space <laughs> and they so can't crazy. like they can't let people view more than 500 posts I, a day so or something funny. like that no when they like how in, what is he thinking when they put in tweet you know what he's thinking limit, nothing <laughs> no he's thinking about his fight with zuckerberg uh, yeah can't wait for the cage fight <laughs> that was that was not on my bingo card <laughs> no oh god Dude, Zuck. That definitely would have been something we came up with if we were funnier. <laughs> Zuck and Musk cage fight. <laughs> That's like unpredictable. Um, but I was going to say about Twitter, the last couple of tweets I've seen like screenshots of, you know how sometimes they'll have like what device it was tweeted from? It'll be like Twitter for mobile app, like Twitter for yeah. iPhone. They all say from Earth. 
Oh. Okay. It's like, what other fucking planet am I tweeting from? The moon? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I hate you. I don't know, but that's like I don't want Tumblr to get worse. And like they were posting no. about how like they need more incentives for creators, and I was like, no, Ow! like I don't want a creator economy on Tumblr. I want to keep posting the same three lines from the Raven Cycle about Adam Parrish for not real. having eyebrows for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just don't know like what their end goal is to make money off of Tumblr. Like, like why did they think that's gonna happen? Like also, first of all, if you wanted to make money off of Tumblr, the ads on their mobile app should be something other than wanna burn tummy fat with a really bad <laughs> diagram from like WikiHow. <laughs> For real. Like the ads or it's like manscaped. Yes. The ads I see on Tumblr are so absurd. Like like, start stealing our data like the rest of them, please. <laughs> like, honestly, I see the same, like, four ads about, like, losing tummy weight. And, like, it's the the diagram of, like, a guy doing push-ups. And, like, it's, <laughs> then there's the one of, like, the stomach hanging over the jeans. And I'm like, this is the eating disorder website. You cannot put this stuff here. <laughs> For real. And then they also have, like, random ones. Like, the one where the guy looked, like what pikachu but he was it was just like face paint what? <laughs> oh it was better when they were random like when they were the weird ones like the the animal planet one and like that's that how you retain face. users like for real but like one time i saw what might have been a normal ad which was for like some tax website and it was recorded by that tiktok kid that plays wordle every day and I was like, this is a normal social media ad. It's like the kid who plays Wordle on TikTok promoting TurboTax on Tumblr. Yeah. What the fuck ever. But like, <laughs> I don't need all the other ads. I would much rather get like ridiculously pointed ads from Etsy for like fandom merch. Yeah. Why are Etsy and Tumblr not working together? I, you know, you ask a lot of good questions and I fear that the product team is just not good enough to answer them. I did one time Google how many people currently work at Tumblr and I think it said like around 400, which is like ridiculous. What did they do? <laughs> what did they do every day? I don't know. Are they burning their tummy fat? Like, is that what they're doing? <laughs> like... They're too busy working out. They're too busy burning their tummy. <laughs> that was the best time joke. Oh my god. But like seriously. Dear I'm... Tumblr's product team, please, it's okay. Your body is beautiful. <laughs> like seriously, I think one meeting with us. Like you remember when Bella Thorne started an OnlyFans and then the day after had to have like a meeting with OnlyFans HQ? I think Tumblr <laughs> needs to do that, but with us. Yeah. Where they need to bring well, us in and be like, what do the Tumblr users want? And we can be like, I, I'll tell you the two things. <laughs> the two things. Porn. <laughs> and Tori to change her email to her account. Link. Link. Jesus. Too much oh, to yeah, ask, they did put, apparently. I, did, I think they did put that they're going to start letting people embed links in Tumblr posts. Wait, could okay. you not do that before? I guess not in the photo. I don't know. I'll send you the update. It was really long, but the one that it's got 20,000 notes on it, by the way, last time I checked. People are angry. And the one I reblogged 
the there was like reblogged with a comment and it was like <laughs> it was like I swear to god if you put an algorithm on this site I will hunt you down for sport <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what I'm with you whoever that is like seriously we're gonna be leading the army like really it's gonna be the yellow jacket scene like (laughs) oh my god stop speaking of tumblr i'm just thinking of tumblr memes now um (laughs) i found out that the submersible exploded from that meme of cass and dean oh my god well, yeah, that's Tumblr for you. That was also how I found out that Andrew Tate had been, like, convicted of felony charges. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I really do think we're in a simulation because I never would have predicted that sentence. <laughs> um, I had on my list for this episode, like, the submersible, but, like, it's not even relevant to fucking talk about anymore. No, and I don't want to talk about it any more than it's already been talked about. The only thing I will say is that Netflix, you sick son of a bitch, is capitalizing- Do they already have something out? No, they put Titanic back on Netflix. Oh, yeah. You know, they gotta do something. But, like, that is so- <laughs> Their business is crashing. That is so crazy. They have Titanic on Netflix, like, once every four years for, like, a month at a time. Because I'm sure the rights to it are so expensive- but they were you like the rights to it. you have the we have the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I do. Tori have the, and I the two part <laughs> Blu-ray DVD. Tori and I have stories about the Titanic <laughs> DVD set that we'll have to save for another time. There we'll have a Titanic. We have to have a Titanic themed episode. Yeah, that's so true. The Titanic movie is like core to our friendship. <laughs> it really is. Which is kind of a wild thing to say. But I do remember for your... Oh, God. Was it your, like, 15th birthday? Someone got you Titanic on DVD. And we were like, oh, my God. Now you have your own copy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot that you had it first. Because I just remember once I did get it, I watched it all the time. But, like, it's, it's not been on Netflix. And if it was on Netflix, I would watch it more often. But, like, they have it on Netflix right now, and it's clearly only because Titanic is, like, trending. So it's, like, a little bit (laughs) fucked up that they're like, we're so sorry those people died trying to see this shipwreck. Would you like to see a James Cameron movie about it? (laughs) Well, eventually they're going to have some sort of documentary about it, and it's going to be in the Titanic collection. I know. (laughs) It'll be right next to the movie. (laughs) It's going to be, I'm sorry, it's going to be the most boring documentary ever because it's going to be like three rich assholes and one of them with their son paid a quarter of a million dollars to go blow up in the ocean to look at a ship that everyone has seen pictures of before. (laughs) I don't know, dude. They literally made a movie about it. You can see the story of how Jack and Rose (laughs) fell in love. You You don't need to go underwater. Like it's so, there's not, there's not much more to say about that incident. Other than I wish Jeff Bezos had been on the ship. (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, I do want to talk about the crazy shit I've been getting recommended to me on TikTok. Yeah, because I know this is the way (laughs) I know this is the way TikTok works, and I know that they will like throw you some random content just to see what sticks, kind of. Like, and for some reason they're giving me like 
seventh grade level like chain email type of stuff that's like it's only six seconds just repost and your cat won't die and i'm like what the fuck is this and then it's like it's like just just watch this one minute video and you won't lose your spark in your relationship i'm like i did not know people were posting shit like that i've seen like interact with this three times and claim four thousand dollars into your bank account by tomorrow and i'm like well that's just not gonna fucking happen so i'm not interacting (laughs) no but these these ones are like targeted to like make you feel bad oh my god you know and then of course you know i've got anxiety (laughs) i do have to wonder are all of the horrors in my life because i did not forward an email to 12 people in my contact list in the fourth grade i was so scared of this email and now i'm now you know what maybe they're all true here's the thing i always felt shitty about them because i didn't have enough friends to forward them to exactly it wasn't fair to us friendless bitches Like, sorry, I don't have I had, like, you in my contacts. email. <laughs> I had you, my dad, my mom. Like, And, like, I wasn't going to send my was- mom the email about, like, forward this to 12 people or you're going to die. <laughs> like, my yeah. mom would be like, is this a threat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been grounded. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. And they always made me so nervous. Because then they would, like, include a long-ass story. They were always, like, some insane copy pasta about, like, yeah. A little boy tripping on his way to school and seeing an angel. Like, I would always get ones about Bloody Mary. Mm. Always about Bloody Mary. You know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking specifically of the girl I used to get them from. And I'm now realizing that all of them had some like random religious element. And that's because she was from a very conservative Christian household. <laughs> that's where that's where they originated. Apparently. I'm just putting the dots yeah. together for the first time on some of the chain emails that I remember. I wish, I wonder if we can like, I wonder if there's an archive online somewhere of like all the best chain emails. And if we could like Probably. read them for an episode. Probably. We'll do it. We'll do it. But I'm I'm sorry that TikTok is sending you threats like that. (laughs) You know, I keep scrolling, so I guess it's like working okay. Well, yeah, you're fine. But I (laughs) have what I have been getting other than the threats are DIY and furniture, (laughs) furniture. Um, what's what's it called? Upcycling. Upcycling. Renovating. Just. renovations interior design you know because i am furnishing an apartment and i they probably see that i spend like four hours of my screen time every day on facebook marketplace (laughs) and (laughs) they're worried about me facebook marketplace is the fucking goat dude i have gotten some amazing finds recently i got a a dresser set that's like antique 125 dollars for both of them they're in perfect condition It's because I spend every fucking second on there, so I better be getting the best deals. I got a canopy bed from there. I am definitely, that is definitely something for my inner child because I always wanted the princess, like, like flowy curtains around my bed. And I I never had them. So I would be having them now as an adult. I saw a canopy bed frame at Ikea when I was there a couple weeks ago, but it was like a metal one. And I was like, this is kind of swag. Like, I kind of want one. They're, they're beautiful. And it's like, my apartment has pretty high ceilings, nice. like, for a, for a first floor apartment. And so I feel like it'll look really pretty. Yeah. Um, I still have a lot of furniture to get. But I got a desk. I got, like, a chaise lounge that we're going to use as a couch nice. for now. 
Um, I'm still I'm still narrowing down my coffee table selection. I have many <laughs> many options, but because I've been like, I was using like my laptop to look at Facebook Marketplace mm. at first because I thought it was easier to do that. Then I didn't want to download the Facebook app. I was well, like, Facebook I'm not Marketplace doing that. is a well, mobile game. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I downloaded the Facebook app eventually, um, and that's how I mostly look at it. And Jesus Christ, the amount of times where I'll be like, oh, it's just, you know, it just shows me onto the homepage of Facebook and I'll just do one scroll and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm scrolling through Facebook right now. <laughs> and because I like don't have any friends on there, like besides like my one aunt and like my friend's grandma, who's like really racist, like besides <laughs> those few people, it's just like ads and it's like the random, ra- most random shit. I actually haven't scrolled through the main feed in a really long time because I'm just in a couple groups. So I mm. like I'm in a group for like women in my city and like that has a buy and sell page. And so that's where I got a couple pieces of furniture. Honestly, lucked out. I got like a nice like desk that's like the right size for my room off a girl in that Facebook page. And I also got a really pretty TV stand. Um, You know, everything in my apartment is starting to come together. The only thing is that none of it is like my dream aesthetic right now. It's just like about having furniture, but like, I would love, Oh my God. I so badly want all of my furniture to be like rotten or wicker or rattan. How are the fuck you pronounce it? Like, I don't know I how you say it. I want it to look so 70s, so like all mm-hmm. lightwood furniture. Like, I want groovy lamps. I want like big, colorful like things. And that's just not the vibe right now. But, you know, yeah, one day. That's all right. Right now, You'll it's about there. me having furniture that I can afford. Yeah. And one day, it'll be about being stylish. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm really trying to pick like pieces that I'm going to mm-hmm. keep for a while. I think it's also because I I have some overlap in my two leases. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to move right away. Like yeah. that was a little bit different for you where you didn't want to be moving furniture like, you know, throughout an entire month. Yeah. It's a pain. And it's definitely the, co- the like major cause of my stress. <laughs> but the one piece of furniture I have picked up since I moved in was my TV stand and I cut my leg so bad. No. Wait, I'll show you. Oh, I don't know if you can really see it. But <laughs> Not really. I see a bruise. Yeah, that giant bruise has two cuts in it. Um, oh, Jesus. Because the legs of the TV stand are metal. And I don't know, I was holding it a weird way and I put it down. I, there were just two cuts on my leg and I was like, fuck, because mm. I thought I had carried it efficiently by myself. But whatever. It looks really yeah. nice up against my exposed brick living room wall. Yeah. I know you've got the exposed brick. I've got the high ceiling. You also have like the fireplace with the built-in bookshelves next to it. Yeah. And we, we lucked out. The built-in bookshelves is like maybe my dream feature of an apartment yeah i am very grateful and i cannot wait to entertain people and i will make i'm making it my life mission to get you there we bought an air purifier today (laughs) like like a pet air purifier (laughs) 
Well, we got. I'm going to get you there. We're going to get. We're going to get Clover that special D. Um, Dan- D dandarizing shampoo. And yeah. Uh, well, you're going to have to test it on someone else first. That's allergic to cats. <laughs> Yeah. And see if it works. I'll get a test subject. Because I'm not going to drive six hours to maybe still be allergic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we have hardwood floors. So there's there's that. You know, it's not going to stick to any um, carpet. I I only worry about like at night. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you might be able to handle at night, but I don't want you to like have an allergic reaction in your sleep. It actually, it's happened at a friend's house recently. I was on my way to her house and she lives like an hour and some away from me. And I was going to her house like for a birthday dinner and then staying the night. And when I was like 20 minutes from her house, I'm driving my car and I go, ah, fuck. Cause I forgot she had a cat. And I was oh. like, I'm fucked. I'm going to have to drive home like late at night. And I told her when I got there, I was like, dude, I just remember that I'm allergic to cats and I, you have one. And she was like, oh no, no, it's okay. Like you're staying in the guest room. Like the cat never goes in there. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. And we got back to her house after dinner, like everything was fine. And then I lay down in the bed and I start itching one of my eyes and I turn on my phone and I like look on fucking Snapchat with like the ring light. And I'm like, my eye is like most of the way shut up. I had to like call her from the other room and be like, can you bring me a Benadryl? (laughs) Oh my God. It's the worst. I hate being allergic to cats. It's so miserable. Like, it, it gets in the way of so many things because there's so many people I can't, like, go hang out at their place. It's honestly becoming, like, a, a dating requirement for me is that, like, the other person <laughs> either not like cats or also be allergic to cats. Because uh, my significant other can never have a cat. Yeah. No. I definitely, like, there are, like, I I know, like, my friend Yuna, like, she's allergic to cats. And so she sad. has two of them. But the thing is, is, you know, you know, you don't, she takes medication for it. So I don't, I just don't know though. Like, is yours, your allergy seems pretty severe. It is. And I, you never know with other people are like, when they say they're allergic, but they still have a cat. Like, I feel like that's not something you could ever do. I do know a lot of people who will be like, oh, my dad is deathly allergic to cats, but he takes allergy meds every single day. And I'm like. Yeah, you're not going to do that. But I also (laughs) don't know, like, do they take a long time to kick in? Like, do you have to be taking them every day for X amount of time? Like. I don't know the deal. All I know is that um, I'm allergic to the dander, I think, because I can be in someone's house that the cat's not even in the room. And if I like sit on the couch and then touch my face, like later, my eyes will swell shut. Yeah. It's, it's awful. That's not for the culture though. That's us discussing (laughs) the intricacies of Facebook marketplace. (laughs) Um, there's some other things I had on the agenda for the culture that I don't even re- really remember because I wrote them like weeks ago. Let's just go through like, them the and Legend see if we can Z- think of anything. All right. <laughs> well, have you seen the Legend of Zelda nope. things people people make on there? Make? Okay, so people are making like yeah. So is like, it like a Roblox the new situation? Legend of- I don't know. I don't know about all that, <laughs> but <laughs> I do know that the new Legend of Zelda game that came out like. A month or two ago like they added like engineer like an engineering mechanic where you can like create things okay. and people are making like nuclear weapons and like what the fuck? <laughs> flying <laughs> why 
Can I share my screen? <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Can I share my screen? <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, it's important. Screen recording. What is this? It's Google. <laughs> okay, I got to do this all in my settings real quick. Oh, yeah. So I can share. Macs are like that. Oh, I got it. it says I have to like you have to like restart the yeah, program yeah no I'll sh- I'll just show you a picture yeah text of- it to me but people are making like these crazy crazy like <laughs> creations like weapons like they're like, making like a laser beam like Beyblades Beyblades <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah, know what well, Beyblades are? Yes, but they're like flying Beyblades <laughs> with lasers and like cannons on them. That's crazy. I didn't you know? hear about this at all. What the hell? <laughs> Why did you send me that one? Well, that's just the one I had open. <laughs> it's a, it's like a penis. I don't, I don't know. Penis with a laser coming out of it. For the listeners. <laughs> it looks like a gingerbread a piece. It, no, let me back up. It looks like a graham cracker with arms and legs and a giant dick. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like a Minecraft it's, situation. Kind of. But there's like actual like engineer. Like you can add like, you know, like n- nuclear energy and like lasers and fire. And people are making like these like flying I'm, like dragons. I think I'm confused because I don't understand what time period Zelda is supposed to be. I thought it was like I an don't really olden know. days kind of thing. Doesn't it carry like arrows <laughs> around? Well, it's also like it's also like magic, you know? Yeah. Like it's, not, it's not real. But like <laughs> I feel this. like those video games are always set in like the medieval era. Well, yeah, I think. They might be, it might be like energy, like, like magical energy. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but people are having a lot of fun. Like, I feel like this is something that should have happened during quarantine. Oh and my God. Stayed in quarantine. They would have made bank. The way that Animal this would, Crossing this is... had its moment. <laughs> oh my God. My brain went, if you could build nuclear weapons in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen, some people make like cages for all of their villagers at Animal Crossing. It's dark I've as seen shit. people fence their villagers like in, which is fucked people, up. It's kind of fucked up. I remember some people seeing do. someone post like a hot take on Twitter that I can't I feel like they must have been joking but I don't really know when they were like if you kick certain uh, types of villagers off your island that's eugenics. Oh my god. And I was like that's not. We really have to go there. <laughs> okay. Do we have to go there? I feel like they were kidding, but you never know with Twitter. <laughs> One other thing that's on my agenda is accidental ASMR. I don't remember how I stumbled upon this. Are you sure they're accidents? Do you mean the ones where they're rolling shit down the stairs? No, but I love that shit. Oh I love my watching God. those. <laughs> I'm fucking obsessed with the bottle breaking videos. I am like, this is... The sound is so, it is most pleasing to me. There's that one specific one where they roll the bottle and it breaks on the second step with all the Orbeez. Mm-hmm. That is the no, best I know, sound. I know. And then have you seen the ones, the new ones, where this person built like a long wooden plywood ramp and rolls a little ball down it and it shatters glass bottles when it hits them? Oh my God. It's so satisfying. No, no, I, 
I like that ASMR. This ASMR is it's unintentional, and they like okay. So what unintentional ASMR is is they pull like random like interviews or oh. like speeches, like stuff like that, like from long. <laughs> I was gonna say long, long ago. But it's, <laughs> it's not that long. Like there's still a video of it, but like. <laughs> There's this one that's like interview experts from 2002 from an author who wrote What Happened to Johnny Jordan, the story of a child turning violent. And it's like this kid that brutally murdered his foster parents. And they're interviewing the author. And this is like – and she has a very calming voice. So somebody made a compilation of it and (gasps) called it unintentional ASMR. Oh, my God. That's a little fucked up. It's a little bit fucked up. I, I mean, that's kind of like the most like, extreme one. I was going to say, if it's all like, um, like Timothy Chalamet interviews accidental ASMR and it's just like times that his voice sounds pleasing, like. No, these are all like older ones. Like they pull them from the archives. Okay. So what I'm assuming repurpose is that them. it's the, probably the quality of audio is what makes it sound yeah. like ASMR. It's like the old. It's yeah. There's like the grain in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And probably the mics that they use. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. But I do think some of the content is weird. Like this woman is talking about a person that like murdered his foster mother and you're just going to turn it into ASMR. Yeah. Like I feel like there's some sort of cognitive dissonance there. No, I do feel like, and it's the most concerning part is that you can't tell who's uploading things. Like it's either like a, a 30 something year old who like has the time to like find these videos and it's like, oh, I'm going to upload this as ASMR. Or it's like a 16 year old with no knowledge of like social cues whatsoever. And it's like <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> and, like, it's just scouring the internet. That was so loud. Was it? Sorry. <laughs> Obviously I'm not an ASMR girly. Like, Either it's that or it's like a 16-year-old scouring the internet for like random clips that they can upload to their ASMR channel. Like, <laughs> Oh my god. Well, other than that, the only thing I had written down were the new Black Mirror episodes, which we don't have a lot of time to get super into. I know, we won't. And also the like, new Into the Spider-Verse movie. I don't think you saw it. I haven't. It was very good. I haven't seen a single, And I don't like Spider-Man. <laughs> I haven't seen a single Marvel movie since Endgame. Well, you know, I am not a Marvel fan. I do like the Spider-Verse movies as an artist, but <laughs> yeah. I get it. I just like, yeah, I don't know. People loved Into the Spider-Verse, but I just, I don't know. It never really like piqued my interest. I think I really just like like the art yeah, and the animation approach. I mean, the story is good, but I'm I'm not super interested in yeah. it. Though I do feel like they they did a lot of really crazy things like for animation. Like mm-hmm. they kind of like invented new ways to animate. Oh, that's dope. Like 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 there was one character that they put like different parts of his model, like his like jacket and his mm-hmm. guitar and his hair. They were all at different frame rates. And they were offset. So I don't remember the exact yeah. like, number, but it was like one of them was like four frames per second. The other one was six frames per second. So it had this like kind of glitchy mm-hmm. like comic book feel. That's cool. Um, they did stuff like that. That I feel like as, you know, I'm not an animation, like I'm not an animation person, but you can appreciate it is it. some pretty, it's some pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. 
You're right. We don't have time to get into Black Mirror because I could sit here and talk about it for 15 hours. I know. And we already have talked about it, just the two of us. We have. Yeah. I. But we want to know with what our listeners who like, because I feel like there's a lot of contention around like, what are the best Black Mirror episodes? I feel like everybody's opinions are pretty different. And I want to know what our listeners have to say about that. Guys, I pinky, pinky promise that by the next episode, I will have sorted our shit out and we will have an email you can write into. I'm giving myself a deadline. (laughs) Um, Because I would love to hear back from the listeners. And also because if enough people care about it, I would literally do a whole episode on Black Mirror. I think we totally should. I actually... Because Black Mirror is not really big on Tumblr, but I feel like it should be. Exactly. I looked up... Oh my God, this is fucking nuts. You might want to skip this part. You've seen the whole season, right? The whole new season. Mm -hmm. Okay. You might want to skip this part if you are intending to watch it, but you haven't yet. I'm going to be talking about the episode Beyond the Sea, a couple characters from that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know. You might have to skip like 15, 30 seconds. But I went on the Tumblr tag for Black Mirror like thinking I would get like Black Mirror content, like maybe some reviews, maybe some like critical takes. And I kid you not, at least a third of the content was fan fiction about the cult leader from Beyond the Sea that cuts the like the robot guys. It, like the one played by what? Um, Kevin McAllister. Is that his name? Why? Not Kevin McAllister. That's the character from Polo. I, I don't know his name, <laughs> but I know who you're talking about. He's in succession, right? I don't know. It's, but I know it's who you're talking Culkin's about. Brother. Was he? Did he really play him? Yeah, yeah. He played the cult leader in Beyond the Sea. I feel that, like I like, would have recognized him. I know it was. It was. I think his name is Rory Culkin. I'm gonna check because I feel like I would have. He he was like wearing like weird clothes. Well, so I he guess. was dressed like Charles Manson. Oh, I guess that I should have picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him. Macaulay Culkin is the one from Home Alone. Yes. And there's Kieran and then there's Rory. Yeah. So yeah, Kieran is the one that's in succession. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like literally it was that is very bizarre about this character. And like the character who was on screen for, I don't know, a minute and a half, two minutes maybe. Like And committed an act of violence. And like <laughs> like it, multiple acts of violence. And like they all had weird names. It was like Alpha and like they all had like names of Greek letters. And it was like fan fiction about them. And I was like, Can, I don't, this is not what I'm here for. Like I want, like a, I want, I thought Tumblr was the place where I would get like an analytical take of yeah. like all the episodes from the you new season. You have to do it. Ugh, you know. have to do it. It's my responsibility. <laughs> you, I feel like. I, you have a writing degree. Like I maybe really this do. is what you should be doing. I know. I need to start a sub stack. For real. Because I have thoughts about Black Mirror. And the thing is, though, will I articulate them enough to not get, like, well actually by film Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unfortunately, I think they're going to come out of the word works no matter what. I know. I can just, like, feel my stupid ass ex being like, um, I saw your essay about Black Mirror. (laughs) (laughs) And what you didn't understand is that, like... Oh my god. He's gonna say like And I also know. I miss you. <laughs> He's gonna be like, my favorite is the one where they fucked the pig. <laughs> so He's not even gonna know the name of it. I don't know. I've been rewatching Black Mirror since this new season came out. And let me tell you, 
some of these episodes are better than I remembered. I recently just watched the journalist one, uh, Death of a Nation. Hated in the Nation. Hated in the Nation. I just, I just watched that one, that one well. for the first one. Because I saw someone rate this as like the second best Black Mirror episode of all time. And I was like, I don't remember it being that great, but it was it was really good. It was kind of it was a kind of classic Black Mirror, but I liked yeah. it. I thought it was really good. It's up there with White Bear, I would say. Their early episodes, I think, are better. White Bear. I did like this season a lot. I, you know, we, we already talked about this, and I think if we if we start, we're not going to stop. Um, but we, I want to hear from our listeners, and yeah. if enough of you want us to do an episode on Black Mirror, we totally should. We totally will. Like, I we think might just do it anyway. We could probably do a really great like um, exploration on the ones that are just about social media for the purpose of this podcast. Oh yeah. That's a good we could idea. talk about like nosedive. Um, I, mm-hmm. I feel like we would mostly talk about nosedive. Um, yeah. But what well, I feel like Sandra Napero probably has a following on oh, Tumblr. Oh yes, it know, does. Yay. It very much does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let us know. I'll. I'm gonna sort out our email so that we have somewhere that you guys can write into us. In the meantime, you guys can always contact us on Instagram or Tumblr. We especially appreciate hearing from y'all on Tumblr. Thank you so much for listening. We are so excited to have you here and hope you tune in again next time. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at xtumblrgirlspod. Our TikTok is at xtumblrgirls. And we, of course, have a Tumblr. You can find us there at xpodcastgirls.tumblr.com. We kindly ask that if you're enjoying the pod to give us a rate or review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps us connect with the rest of the world's ex-Tumblr girls. Come join, be our bestie, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.